Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 16th, and we definitely had to take time to uh, shed some light on uh, what I feel. I don't know about you, Eric, but uh, incredible feat. I think anyone would agree with us. Uh, we're here with Nick Strickland and Jerry Fitzgerald, uh, former Akron track and field uh, student athletes. And uh, guys, you guys uh, rate kind of raise awareness and um, change this weekend with a 90 mile trek uh, run. Um, first of all, how are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm hurting. I, I've felt better. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit better than yesterday. But um, yeah, it was, it's definitely been difficult uh, walking up and down the stairs and getting around the house. I haven't, I haven't done much besides lay in bed since we finished. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, so this, this run went on so this past Sunday. Uh, so you've had two days and you guys are still hurting, which I'd be laid up for like, uh, I'd be in the hospital Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the rest of the year. I mean, I'd, I'd be done, I, but I wouldn't even get like to 0.9 miles rather than 90. <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit of background of those who don't know why you decided to do this, uh, this past Sunday, you know, why you wanted to, uh, Put in put in these miles and, and raise awareness and, and ultimately what you were uh, you know trying trying to accomplish yes so um, I think the original the original idea was like all of a sudden a joking thing where we were just like hey what if we ran the whole towpath that stretches from basically New Philly to Cleveland and we you know I think that was kind of an idea just because we've ran on the towpath for the last four years, actually five years for Jerry, because that's where we train a lot for cross country and track. Um, and so, you know, leaving Akron, you know, we, we feel kind of sentimental about the towpath and we were just like, well, what if we, what if we just ran the whole thing, which sounds insane. And the idea was insane. And we were just like, whatever, probably won't do it. But then we saw that an Ohio State runner ended up running a 56-mile awareness run for the NAACP. And once we saw him do that, we were just like, you know, maybe, maybe, that, maybe this would be a, you know, a good reason to run the towpath and actually do it. So then from there, we were just deciding all right, well, I think it'd be a good idea to do, set, to do this as a fundraiser run. And so we figured out what, what organization we wanted to raise money for. And we were, you know, going back and forth. We, we wanted to do the Black Lives Matter movement just because of, you know, everything that's going on in the world. And as two um, privileged white runners, you know, we don't usually have to worry about uh, that kind of thing. So we wanted to do what we could to try to wait, raise awareness. Um, but then on the flip side, we, one of our roommates just lost his brother to suicide. And so that was uh, something else that we wanted to potentially raise awareness to. Um, and so, you know, we were going back and forth between the two of them. And so ultimately we decided that, you know, we could do both. You know, Jerry could um, promote the one a little bit more and I could promote the other a little bit more. And so then from there, we, able, we kind of figured out that, 
you know, how to, how to like kind of phrase all of it. So we, we went, ended up figuring it out pretty, you know, pretty good so that the towpath is 87 miles. And as of June 4th or something like that, um, there were 88 black Americans who had been killed by police this year. And so, you know, the 87 mile towpath plus the last mile to Jesse Owens statue was for the 88 miles. And then, then we realized that a statistic was, uh, a statistic for the um, suicide victims was that 90% of suicide victims show symptoms of mental health conditions. And so that's where the 90 miles came in. Um, mileage ended up being kind of off once we actually ran the thing. We got to the Jesse Owens Stadium, or sorry, statue at just just over 90 miles. So I, th I think that kind of came from, you know, the variations that come with, you know, just the mileage on a towpath map or, you know, never having done the whole thing. So the mileage was a little bit off, but the, you know, the idea was the same. And, you know, we were able to raise the awareness and, you know, that that's where the idea came from. And, you know, that's what we, that's what we decided to do it for. I mean, we were following you guys pretty much all of Sunday. It looked like you guys had a lot of support, a lot of people running with you or sitting with you while you guys took breaks and things like that. What was it like to kind of have that support once you ultimately decided to do this thing? Yeah, it, it was crazy. Like Nick said, originally we planned like, hey, maybe we'll try to run this thing in a day, see what happens. But as soon as it turned into something bigger and, and these two causes were involved, there were all kinds of people just offering their support. Um, our parents were at pretty much every stop, our, our girlfriends, our friends. They ended up just following the map with, with us. Um, and we, I think we were only by ourselves for 10 miles or something like that. Yeah. And besides that, we either had people running with us, biking with us, um, and the, the support was amazing. There's there's no way we would have been even close to finishing without all the people that helped us out. Um, to the point where there was even, uh, like at one part along the towpath, there was a guy, I don't think you knew him, there was like a family standing at some part of the towpath, and a guy hopped in with bottles of water and like energy gels and was like, do you guys need this, do you guys need that? And we, I don't even know who he was, but there were just strangers out there helping us out. And, and there were definitely a lot of points where like, I, I couldn't have finished on my own. if I didn't have anybody with us, but it, they really got us to the end. Yeah. I was in contact. I don't know who it was. I just had phone numbers. I don't know if it was your ma. I don't know. I don't know who it was, but to get the pictures along the way and uh, videos, you know, it's, we're without sporting events although I guess golf started this past weekend and and uh to follow along with what you guys were doing I mean that made made my Sunday uh pretty pretty cool uh to be honest just to see where you guys were and the rest stops and I mean by the time I woke up on Sunday you guys had already run like 24 miles or pretty darn close to it so um yeah the amount of support you could see it in the pictures saw it uh you guys getting cheered on it had to be great I know that um, towards the end of the night, uh, Kadeem Huggins on our staff, he, he does uh, all of our video work for us. He was waiting on the towpath in the flats area. And I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but there was a, um, I think they're called Run With The Winners. It's a, it's a multicultural group mm -hmm. um, that was waiting for you guys. And then it just became too dark. And I guess, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think we have a message from them. 
which will be cool to see because Kadeem was there and got him. But there were people along the way um, that that were willing and, and saw this and saw the support and saw what you guys were doing, which I think is awesome. I mean, that's, that's the end game of this. Uh, my question to you is, what mile marker were you guys like, oh, man. That was going to be my what, question. <laughs> yeah, what, what did we get ourselves into? Because yeah. for me, again, it would have been like two. So. <laughs> um, well, for me, I, honestly, around the halfway point, I think both of us kind of went back and forth for a little bit, anywhere between 40 and 50 miles before that, that first big stop in Akron. Um, I, I was starting to really hurt, and um, I think then a couple miles after I was hurting – I like kind of got a second win and started picking it up. And I, then I think Nick kind of started hurting and then he was, he was like holding on to me, but we, we pulled each other through and got to that first stop. Um, for me, I think towards the end, I hit the, I hit the wall a little bit harder than Nick did. Um, we, we ran every step of it up until 83 miles, I think. And then at, at that point I was like barely getting my legs off the ground and then we started taking a few walking breaks, uh, just like a quarter mile at a time. Um, so from there, I was I was really just latching on to Nick and everybody else running and biking with us, and and almost just like shuffling our way in the last last four or five miles. But um, so yeah, there was there was a couple points where I think um, I got like a little bit low on like the nutrition side of it and water, and had to take a quick stop and just force force a bunch of stuff down, but. Um, yeah, there's there's some tough parts, but I'm glad that we pulled each other out of them and kept going. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree. Like, miles 45 to 50 were I, – I, I can't say that I was, like, the most tired at 45 to 50 because, I mean, once I got to 80, I'd, like, I was definitely more tired. But once I was at – once I hit the halfway point, I was already really, really tired. And mentally, you're like, I'm only halfway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't more tired at 45 to 50, but, you know, I was concerned. I was like, <laughs> I, have to, I, have to get, I have to get to the halfway point before I can even consider getting to 65, 75, and then finish. Like, yeah, so, it's definitely a weird combination of being – excited to be about 50 miles in and think wow I can't believe we just did that this is amazing and then the other side of it thinking okay we still have to run 40 miles which is still twice as far as we've ever ran in our lives so uh, looking back I don't, I don't even know how we got through it but I mean I guess that's that's like my next question how did like I guess running cross country even prepare you for this like did, is there anything you took mentally I guess from as a cross country runner to kind of get you through that yeah I mean I, I'm not about to say that cross country physically prepared me because yeah no that you can't right like, we trained for 10k and we just ran 90 miles mm -hmm. so phys like physically you know I, I'm in shape to run like I'm in shape endurance wise but not for 90 miles but the the mental side of cross country is definitely what helps like in the middle of a race, you are experiencing so much pain in, in 
you like <laughs> it just hurts so bad and there's honestly not a lot that's enjoyable <laughs> in the middle of a cross-country race and like you just take it step at a time and just I don't know mile marker at a time or whatever but mentally like you got to be strong enough to just push through any sort of pain and cross country. I mean, it does a pretty good job of that. Like, I don't know what, you know, could have prepared me better mentally wise, honestly. Yeah. It, uh, we definitely just learned how to hurt for the last four <laughs> or five years. And so there's definitely a different kind of, of hurt that we had to go through, but uh, I think it's just kind of the same concept as just getting our, our coach Labadie always told us to be, comfortable with being uncomfortable and so we've we've spent so long like I mean even in cross country because we're running so much faster than we did on Sunday like usually one mile into our five or six mile race I'm already tired and hurting and so we've been used to to just being exhausted for the majority of of our race or workout or whatever we're doing so I think that really helped yeah I mean for you guys to be like hey we got tired at 45 and if you're sitting there like oh my god like you got to do this again I don't like I don't know how you did it it's unbelievable I mean congratulations to you guys again I I was uh trying to follow along and then um like you mentioned like at the end you hit a wall and you you got to take your time you want to get through it and uh I was staying up to see I knew you guys would do it um but it's just I don't know. I don't know how you can put into words. When you saw the Jesse Owen statue, when you were coming down, it must have been what, uh, West Third, right? West yeah. Third, yeah. I mean, when you saw that and those people, I mean, what what goes through your head at that at that moment? Um, I I was telling all my friends and family the last like maybe twenty miles. I was calling it zombie mode to where I was like we weren't talking much. I wasn't even thinking much just literally focused on getting my legs up off the ground enough to keep moving. But it, it was, I almost got to the point where I just felt like it was never going to end. And so I wasn't even thinking about the finish until we were there. And I, I said while we were there too, I think I would have cried, but I don't think I had enough fluids in my body to have any tears (laughs) come out. So um, I, we, we quickly got there took a couple pictures and I hopped in the back seat of the closest car I could find and fell asleep in the back seat on the way home. So I think a lot of it was the next morning waking up and just thinking, Oh my gosh, it's, it's over. I can't believe we finally finished. What about you, Nick? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was like the last 10 miles or so, but I think the only things Jerry and I were saying to each other were, Hey man, how you feeling? <laughs> like, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> and otherwise, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of talking going on amongst the group. I mean, we had, at that point we had, we had our roommate Jake running with us and then three other bikers. And they were just trying to get us through because they knew that we were hurting. They knew pretty much because we weren't saying anything. Like we just, we just stopped talking. (laughs) Um, And so then, yeah, once we could actually, once we got into downtown, it was like, oh, we're, we're about a mile away. 
And that felt good. And then when you saw the Jesse Owens statue and you saw everyone there, you were just like, finally, <laughs> like just a moment of relief. And then you finish, you're right there. And I was just like, let's get the picture right now. I'm leaving, I'm getting in the car. <laughs> like, I'm not talking to anyone. I'll call people tomorrow or something. But yeah, I mean, it was, but just seeing the statue I mean, we started before sunrise and finished after sunset and we're just on our feet almost the entire time. So we were exhausted and just, we were ready to be done. Yeah. How many, how many miles do you think your guys like family and friends put in along with you guys? Um, I mean, everybody did a lot. We had one, we had one teammate who ran a whole 26 mile section with us. Okay. So like, well, I mean, that just shows the support. Like, our one of our teammates just said, oh, yeah, I'll come out and run a marathon with you guys real where, quick. Where's the shout-out? Give us, give us the name. He, he, yeah, that was, uh, that was Shane. Shane. Kellier. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a guy who actually came onto our team from marathon running. He he didn't oh. run as much in high school and was at Akron for a couple of years before he walked on. But so, yeah, quick 26 must be easy for him. <laughs> um, and then, like, my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure she biked, like, 50 miles of it um nick's girlfriend was there at 5 15 in the morning with us and ran the first section yeah she woke up at 3 15 with us and drove us down to the trailhead ran the first 15 with us just so she could bike the same 15 back to the car because we had we dropped off a bike um actually we dropped off a like uh just um like water and you know other like a breakfast kind of at one point and then drove to another spot to drop off the bike. So we dropped, we stopped at two spots before we got to the trailhead in the morning. And so one of them, when we dropped off the bike, once we got to that point, she just rode the 15 miles back to where we started just to get the car and drive it back to Akron. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then like uh, one of our other roommates, Jake, he ran twice with us throughout the day. He came and, and ran one section and then came back again and ran a second time that day and ran another section um and yeah we had all kinds of one of our other friends on the team chase drove up from cincinnati to come support us and he ran a big section with us along with aiden tristan um Alyssa came out and ran with us for a while oh yeah i i wish i could name everybody that helped but i'm sure I, i'm gonna forget a million people yeah but um yeah it was i mean we were we, we had people with us almost the entire 90 miles so i can't thank everybody enough for that yeah. that's awesome so what has the uh, fallout been? I mean, the, the support, uh, you know, I saw last week as we were leading up to it, uh, you know, you got a shout out from the NCAA uh, and reposting your story, uh, USA Track and Field, um, you know, local news. Um, once you've been getting done, I, I saw a couple of things from, again, USA Track and Field, at least liking what we put out. I mean, there, there's some you definitely turned some heads in what you're doing. Uh, how has that been? How do you think that's all been perceived and, um, you know, moving ahead? What, what do you hope comes of this? I think that obviously we started this as a fundraiser. And so at first it was kind of thinking like, okay, how much, how much money can we raise? But the more it's been spread and talked about, I think is almost more important um, that, I mean, like you said, we're at least turning some heads and 
having people see what we did. And, and I think that was kind of our goal is like, people are seeing the headline, like these people ran 90 miles in a day. And I, a lot of responses are like, are you serious? Like, is that possible? And so it does grab people's attention. And then as they read more and more into it, then we're hoping that they actually kind of read into the issues that we're trying to raise awareness for. And I think that with all the help of everybody spreading this around and all the support we've had, we're accomplishing that goal. Awesome. Do you guys, kind of a off topic question, I guess, do you guys like listen to music or anything while you guys ran that 90 miles or you just kind of enjoyed each other's company? Yeah, uh, we had, we had music. I mean, uh, he had two speakers actually that um, anyone who was, on, who was on a bike was able to just put on their back or whatever. So we had music for, I don't know, my guess would be like 30 of the 90 miles, maybe. Um, although, I mean, that honestly, unfortunately, one of the speakers died at one point when, you know, when it was getting pretty hard. So then it became silence. But yeah, I mean, the music definitely helps when we have it. But I mean, when we don't have it, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not... It's not bad at all. The yeah. mood definitely changed a lot throughout the day. Like there was a couple times where we had a bunch of people with us and the speaker was blasting and it was nice and sunny out and everybody's talking. It was like a little party. And then it turned to running through the streets of Cleveland in the pitch dark, <laughs> totally silent with no music and nobody talking and like just suffering terribly. So there, there was a lot of ups and downs. It's great. What's the one go-to, what's each of your go-to song that pumps you up no matter what? Is there a song that you never get sick of that you're like, when that comes on, it, it fuels you? I know um, it's an on-the-spot question, but. Yeah, I don't know about a specific song, but um, at one point we put on one of my playlists that I made that's called Girly Songs I Love. <laughs> um, it's a lot of like like uh katie perry kesha that kind of girly stuff and uh that got me pretty pumped up nice okay uh i honestly i'm probably a weird person to ask that kind of question um i don't know when it comes to like pre-race stuff or just any like mid-run songs that i listen to it it tends to be slower and folky and just interesting and weird and it's weird because it doesn't seem like it would pump anyone up because it's slow and not you know it's not fast or anything so I, I'm probably a weird person to ask so we always thought of Nick for being the hipster on the team and this <laughs> low sad folk music before a race yeah, yeah I don't I mean <laughs> I don't even know what I would say like anything folk I don't know any anything by anything by camp I don't know yeah no that's interesting that's Eric, what would yours be what would your go my to pump, be? my go up to just, pump up song oh yeah, God. If you're running that that length uh I don't know probably some dreams and nightmares probably from Meek Mill or something from Meek Mill Clarence yeah. Meek Mill yeah I don't know I feel like if I did that I just have like the Rocky 4 soundtrack oh on, yeah on repeat you know just like yeah. on and on the Rocky soundtrack I don't yeah. know that's the only thing that comes to my mind for something that taxing. Um, what have you guys been doing to recover? Uh, what have you been eating? Like, what was that? What was that go-to meal the next day after the after you guys got done? Um, 
last night was my like first like like finally really good meal um my girlfriend and i got melt you know yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah so we got we got melt and oh that was good and i actually still have some left over for today so that'll be good um otherwise recovery much water as i can as much um there's this like hydration stuff that runners use called noon um i've been using that and then as much sleep as i can get i took like a three hour nap yesterday um not trying not to walk up and down stairs like that sounds like my typical day melt a three hour nap <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's eric saturday thank you yeah. for saying yeah. yeah that's that's great what was the go-to melt sandwich uh i actually i went uh i went a different route than i normally would have gone i got their meatball one the dude abides or something like yeah. that yeah it was good. I mean, I liked it, but it's not something that I normally would have ordered, but it was really good. What was your go-to, Jerry? Um, my girlfriend and I had uh, some breakfast takeout from Akron Family Restaurant. I just had like, I had everything you can imagine on the breakfast menu. I had some cakes, <laughs> French toast, sausage, and eggs, I think. Uh, a lot of pizza for lunch and Chinese for dinner. So not the most healthy day, but just trying to get a lot of calories at back in. I think you guys earned it at that point. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we, a, cheat, a cheat day is okay. Yeah, take yourself I, a cheat day, you know? Great. We lost, uh, we, I forgot to weigh ourselves the morning of, but we wanted to see like any kind of weight difference. But I think I weighed myself yesterday and it was about like six or seven pounds under what I normally weigh. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm normally like one, 47 148 149 something like that and then yesterday morning i weighed myself like as soon as i woke up and i was 138 and a half <laughs> i mean we probably as soon as we got home i mean jerry fell asleep before he could even eat yeah, dinner i didn't even shower when i got home i ran 90 miles and went straight into my bed so i'm doing laundry now <laughs> i uh, i meant to ask this earlier but uh do you guys have an official time for it like how long it got actually took you guys? So we started at 5.20 a.m. and then finished just after 11. Do you know the actual time? I I think it was like 11.10 or something like that. Okay, so 20 to 11.10. Is that 17 hours and 15 minutes? Something like that. And I think our, our running time, is, so we did it on our, we kept our watches on all day right. and tried to charge them at the stops. And I think um the running time was like just under 13 hours yeah total moving time just under 13. Wow. that's incredible i mean yeah. my cousin played football at or no sorry that's even shorter so my first internship was at the university of kansas in lawrence and mm -hmm. from cleveland to lawrence kansas which is just west of kansas city it took 13 hours to get there so <laughs> Driving that is what you guys ran. I mean, that is, it, it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know if I, I can do any, anything consecutively for 13 hours. <laughs> <laughs> sleep. You can sleep for, I bet you uh, can probably. Sleep. Yeah, probably. you can probably do that. Um, <laughs> well, I, I want to put kind of a bow on this. You guys, uh, you know, you mentioned about turning heads and, and I think your message is out there and hopefully, um, you know, you know, that continues to spread throughout this week of what you guys truly did and accomplished. But, um, you know, you also are trying to, to raise some money for some causes. So I want you guys to have the opportunity once again to, to kind of highlight that as, 
as we wrap up and move forward of um, what people can do to, to support what you guys, uh, the movements you guys are trying to, to get out there? Sure. Yeah. So again, kind of our tagline for the run was we were trying to hit 88 miles to represent the 88 black Americans killed by police this year. Um, just really trying to spread the, the racial equality um, all around and keep that in the spotlight while it's being talked about until some change actually happens. We don't want it to be one of those, those things where everybody talks about it for a couple of weeks and then it, it kind of falls out of the spotlight and nobody talks about it anymore. So that was, that was half of what we were running for and it can go over the other half. Yeah. So, um, you know, tragically when, when our friend lost his brother, we, um, you know, we wanted to honor him. We wanted to honor Max. We wanted to dedicate this run to Max. Um, and then from there we wanted to, do as much as we possibly could to raise awareness, um, raise money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, and, you know, can't raise money, you know, can't donate. We wanted to throw out a link to, um, you know, signs and symptoms and how to potentially help or, you know, anything that could potentially end the stigma behind mental illness. Um, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Um, you know, just that kind of thing. And we, you know, with, with, I don't know, just everything that's going on in the world, you know, we want to help just with mental illness and help people. And, you know, we thought that this would be a good chance to, um, help raise that awareness and dedicate this run to Max and be there for his family and, you know, do whatever we possibly could. And so that's, that was the other half of the, the run and why we, why we chose the American foundation for suicide prevention. I mean, it's hard to put into words what you guys have accomplished over the last 48 hours. I know a lot of people are very, you know, supportive and, and are amazed at what you guys have been able to do. Um, we obviously want to thank you both for coming on and just spreading awareness and talking with us today. Um, and we wish you guys the best of luck in the future with whatever you guys uh, choose to pursue. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Thanks, Thanks for so having us. And we'll, we'll be there next time you guys decide. Yeah, for sure. Go. Next time you guys when, go. When will that be? I, don't know. I think I might retire from running. Yeah. Now. <laughs> well, you guys deserve it uh, again um, for all you tried to do and, and, and did and raise awareness. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people are noticing, and uh, you know, job well done. Congrats. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah, you too. too. Return of the man. Return of the man. Come on. Return of the man.